you moved your mom into assisted living. And while there are many reasons people move from home, your reasons had nothing to do with her cognitive abilities. So when the staff just walked into her room without even knocking, you got an earful. I'm your host, Valerie Borgman, and today we're talking about privacy in senior living. Welcome to Desperately Seeking Senior Living, a podcast for sons, daughters, grandkids, and spouses who suddenly find themselves tangled in the search for senior living and care. If you like today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and check out our doable download in today's show notes for a printable summary of the show and a bonus tip from our guest. You're listening to our doable tips, short answers to your questions. Don't see your question listed? Send us a note. Then don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an answer. Hi, and welcome to the show. So today, we're not talking about HIPAA laws or medical records. We're talking about actual physical privacy. When we help a family find that next place to live, we follow up afterwards to find out how things are going. Because, of course, we don't live in any of these communities or adult family homes. The example that I gave in the introduction literally just happened with one of our clients. And we've heard this complaint many times over the years. So today, we are going to talk about what the standard for privacy is and why this seeming lack of privacy could be happening, some laws surrounding privacy, and what you can do if your mom or dad are not okay with it. Let's start with the standard. This is what should be happening in senior living communities or adult family homes. The care staff, management, and maintenance all have keys or access to keys to your parents' apartment. And this goes for adult family homes as well. Now the standard, what should be happening is that there's a knock on the door, the staff announces themselves, and they wait for a response. They wait for your parent to either say, come in, or to actually get up and open their door. But so often we hear from residents that they're sitting in their living room watching TV, or lying down for a nap, or even in the bathroom, and all of a sudden, their apartment door swings open and in walks a caregiver. So why isn't this standard happening? Why are staff just walking into your mom or dad's apartment? Well, here are some of the reasons. Training, turnover, which is related to training, hearing difficulties, or mobility issues. When we see this, it's usually a lack of training or turnover. The new staff not knowing their residents. Staff may also be feeling rushed or under pressure to get to that next resident or project or activity so they don't follow the standard. And of course, from a training perspective, that's from the top down. If it's important to the director of nursing, to the executive director, then you'll probably see in that community that you're not dealing with as many of those issues. Let's talk about hearing difficulties because this can actually be a problem for both sides. I myself have hearing loss. And so it could be that the caregiver knocks, but they can't hear your mom say, wait a minute. Or on the flip side, your mom doesn't hear the knock. 
Or maybe it's a two-bedroom apartment and she's way in the back bedroom or even in the bathroom. In this situation, staff could have that initial knocking with the door closed. And then when they don't hear anything, they could crack the door just a bit and have that open door, but not actually walk in. And that is another standard that should be happening. This leads us into another reason that staff may just walk in, and that's mobility. Many folks move into assisted living because they need assistance. And it's very possible that it takes a minute or two to get out of their chair and use the walker to get to the door or wheeling to the door in their wheelchair. And do we really want them rushing? (laughs) Nope. (laughs) No, we don't. That's also no reason for staff to not honor your mom's or dad's right to privacy and to take a moment. But is there another reason that we're missing? I think there actually might be. Okay, some communities use a timed system. This is a system for caregivers that calculates their response time. This is also how they calculate the cost of care, how much time this care is taking. So when your mom pushes her button for assistance, this is when the clock starts. And that mindset starts that they need to get to your mom, which of course is not a bad thing in and of itself, but it may be causing them to rush in and open that door. I worked for a senior living community that prided itself on a three-minute response time, but the timer didn't reset until they physically pushed a button on the resident's call button, which was usually on the resident. And so they had to physically get to the resident within that three-minute time frame. Other communities have sensors at the door. And so this means that they can indicate that they've arrived at the door and not have to rush in. Now, of course, if your mom pushes her button, she needs help. But is this inadvertently training the staff to always rush in, even when they're just providing normal care and the button hasn't been pushed? Let's talk about laws. There are actually laws in many states that cover privacy in senior living, and we'll put a link to this in show notes. This includes cameras, as well as locked doors in memory care and adult family or residential care homes. For example, cameras are usually only allowed if both the facility and your loved one agree to a specific time frame they'll be used and for a specific reason. And this all has to be put in writing. So what can you do if this is happening to your mom or dad and they are not okay with it? Well, the first thing is to determine who's using their key and walking on in. Most often, it's the care staff. And you'd want to direct your concerns with the director of nursing. We actually have an episode about who to complain to in senior living. And I'll put a link to that in show notes. There are also some practical things that you can do. This first suggestion seems so simple. It's putting a note on the door. And if you're listening right now and you've been on tours of senior living communities, maybe you've seen these notes. They're literally handwritten notes that say things like, please knock, or please knock and wait, or do not enter without knocking. 
This will help remind the staff that your mom or dad need a little extra time to get to the door. And this will be really helpful too when there's turnover and new staff members. With hearing complications, there are actually Bluetooth doorbells with a light indicator for those who are hearing impaired and may not hear that knock. We'll put a link to those in show notes as well. Most people would say that the last thing they want is someone just walking in on them, no matter what they're doing, watching TV, reading, or taking that nap. When you stay at a hotel, I'm guessing you lock that inside lock. And why should we expect anything different from senior living? If privacy is important to you, to your mom, to your dad, well, we shouldn't have to give that up at any age. Today's episode is brought to you by ClearPath Senior Living Solutions. ClearPath helps families find assisted living, memory care, and other resources. Find our contact information in today's show notes. Check out this episode's doable download in show notes for details, including industry terms and definitions we discussed, as well as a bonus tip from our guest. Have questions or your own tips to share? Leave us a message. We'd love to hear from you. And until next time, make it doable. Make it doable.